Hi guys, George here from In The Round Podcast. Before we get into episode 3, we must put a disclaimer out there that in the second half of the episode we discuss a film with mature themes and graphic details. I just wanted to make clear that here at In The Round Podcast we do not condone the making, manufacturing or distribution of such films. Our intention is not to offend, but wanted to warn our listeners of potential offence. Now with that being said, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to In The Round Podcast. I'm again joined by Dave, Carl, Elliot and Paddy. How are we doing, boys? All good? Yeah, yeah we're good. thank you. Yeah. How's your week been? All right? All good? It's been a good week, mate. It's been a good week, uh, yeah. Yeah, Arsenal beat Tottenham, so nothing's changed really. It's all quite good. It's all good but other, than, other than that, it's been, you know, yeah. quite nice. A okay. bit of like, bit of work here and there, but yeah. So it's now like we're back to normal, slowly, steadily. Yeah, ideal. Ideal. So um, just want to say to everyone listening, thank you so much for the support we've received over the past couple of weeks. Yeah, um, Since absolutely. launch, there's been nothing but positive vibes, good support. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to say thank you. Uh, the support on the Instagram page is picking up as well. Um, but if you haven't, uh, head over to Instagram at In The Ram Podcast um, and yeah, go give us a follow and like and share and all that sort of stuff. And also, that is I N T H E P O D C. Thanks, lads. Couldn't have done it without you. Yeah. People actually needed that, like listening, like, hang on, wait, go back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can also find us on Facebook as well. We have got a Facebook page set up. Um, so yeah, give us a follow on that. So this week's topic um, is all about the worst films we've ever seen. Now, I ask this question a lot. Because I think it's a lot harder to think about the hot, the worst film you've ever seen as opposed to the best. So, yeah, I hope you guys have got some good ones because I might I check them know, out. They after. just keep making yeah. more bad films, right? Hundred percent. So, Pads, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, go for it. So I'll kick off. With, we'll get the worst out of the way, and um, <clears throat> are we going to talk about the best film as well? Uh, no, we'll just do the worst this week, and we'll leave the best for. Another one, uh, yeah. I got a good one for the best, but you, you viewers got have 15 to, you have minutes it. starting now. Go, 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 go. I don't know where to come with this. No, the uh, the worst film I've ever seen. Um, uh, I can imagine there's a million more films that are worse than this, but this is my personal opinion of a film that I really do not like, and that is Furious Seven, but also known as Fast and Furious Seven. Uh. Uh, the issue with this film is it is your classic Michael Bay-esque, you, you know, explosions and fire. I was quite surprised to see it wasn't directed by Michael Bay. It's directed by James Wan and Chris Morgan, but I, I, I genuinely, through the entire film, thinking this has to be Michael Bay. <laughs> so, you know, either they're massively inspired by it, or maybe there's a new category of massive explosion-y films coming out. But I tell you now, lads, this film... Me and Jess, we were sat on the sofa. It was around the festive period, and it's you know when they when they just absolutely just throw films at your face like twenty four seven on the TV, mm. like films you wouldn't even watch. And we were just sat down and we saw it, and it was like ten minutes in. We're like, oh fuck it, should we just watch it? And we we're laughing to ourselves like, go on. And Jess was kind of saying no, but I was also like, we're just gonna scroll throughout the TV. So I put it on, and there elapsed one of the worst films I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, and Christmas so, was ruined for all. Yeah, well, the issue with it for me was there was no, like, I, I can't, I, I feel rude to say convincing acting or anything like that, but it's hard to be in, engrossed in the film, which is just so beyond silly. Mm. Um, one, one of my standout points I remember from the film, which kind of really, you know, capitulates how, capitulates, sorry, how silly it is, is they're in the back of a, uh, like a bomber plane, or it's like a cargo plane, really. And they parachute their cars off the back of the plane, but wow. it's like quite a, it's like quite a joking behaviour. And I was just thinking, there's no way anyone would ever joke about that. And they're doing like a bantery way, which is taking it right out. <laughs> yeah, there. it's that kind of like, yeah, guys, let's kill the bad guys with our flying cars, and they just literally <laughs> the back of this thing. It's so ridiculous. And I was like, I was watching it with Jess, and we were crying with laughter. But like, I didn't want to cry with laughter at this film. I wanted to be engrossed in it, and it's just like. 
was like, what the, what the fuck is happening? Mm. And then as the parachute landing down, the CGI is bl- like, it's so awful. You're just like, well, of course it's fake. And then when they're landing, it's like, okay, that's real looking. Maybe, you know, they've done some stunt acting there, but it's just like that entire thing is just like basically a small segment of how silly the entire film is and it just takes you out of it completely. Mm. I think I think that's the issue with a lot of the new Fast and Furious genre, maybe like five onwards probably, because I, I mean, the first three Fast and Furious films are some of my favourite ki- films as a kid. They're very street level, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, mate. Gangstery so and... They, they do, like, you know, kind of push the borders and, you know, I think um, Tokyo Drift, you have the Yakuza, so you've got, like, some high-end kind of gangs getting involved with it, but this is basically, Fast and Furious 7 involve kind of, like, terrorist plots the entire way through. Yeah. So the big issue I find is just, like, the scale of what's happening. Like, at one point, later on in the film, the reason they're going, like, why they're parking their cars is to gr- grab this flash drive contains something they call god's eye and it's basically just this super it's basically just like a it's like a motherboard like that a computer. sounds like a bond villain yeah well that's <laughs> it it's like, a, it's like a it's like a motherboard for a computer you put it into your own computer and all of a sudden you got like all the cctv you can follow someone by like a, a strain of their hair or some. you know you can just follow people for no reason because it's called god's eye and it's just super super like just it's not it's impossible but because it's a Fast and Furious film, you know, you're led to believe it's a thing. Yeah. But um, yeah. as much as this film irks me for how bad it was and how the acting was not like something I can get involved with and how it was just so beyond silly um, as an action film, you expect action that would grip you, but I was not gross. There's gun scenes and the bullets might as well have been like, you know, they're shooting pe- pe- pebbles at each other because it just didn't <laughs> look like nothing was happening. Yeah. And... Yeah, it, it just seemed like everything was like over over the top, but also very kind of like had minimal impact to the actual story and the actual what was going on in it. And there's one scene where they somehow they they go to um, is it Abu Dhabi? Uh, let me quickly just make sure it's Abu Dhabi. Uh, Word of warning, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't um, seen Fast Seven. Yeah, just quickly, oh. this uh, episode will contain spoilers. I did forget to mention that at the beginning. So if you are Regardless of how old the film is, if, if yeah. you, honestly, lads, honestly, lads, ladies, everyone watching this, if you are keen to watch Fast and I've ruined it for you, don't worry, I've not ruined it. <laughs> this film is made to. It's a film that you should know about. You know, kind of like what happens already, and you watch it expecting it, and you know, you're kind of like, okay, that did happen, and you're not like, in, you, nothing surprises you. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, that was that was shit. But um, basically, yeah, they they go to um, Abu Dhabi. And when they're here, they get to this party, like really high up in this tower. They have to cause a distraction to get into this like room to get this like uh I think it's when they're actually getting the god's eye. Um yeah, it's when they're actually getting the god's eye. And they're just in the formal wear. And when they're up there, the god's eye is like in this fucking Ferrari, because of course there's a Ferrari on like the like four hundredth floor of this random hotel. And the only way to get away from these henchmen who find out the plan, they go to infiltrate the room that's all on lockdown and all this. Um, the only way to get out of here is they just drive the fucking car out the window. Did you say they, they, they're in a Ferrari. They he's in a Ferrari. You can see a building in the background, like a smaller kind of massive fucking tower. And he just drives the car straight out of this building. <laughs> like, the shot is, the shot is, I tell you what, the shot is mega. There's a car in between these two, like, towers, just in Abu Dhabi, just literally going from one window to another. And the shot is freaking epic. And that was the one part of this awful film where I was like, okay, that's where... that This guy probably thought, all right, I want this one scene, i got to build a film around it. Because yeah. it was such a good scene. I feel like that's a metaphor for the Fast and the Furious franchise in general, just driving a car off of a building. Yeah, but it was like, it, it just, yeah, and they crashed through... <clears throat> And they crashed this other building, and you know, of course, there was no one around this window. They, they crashed through. And there's some people near it, and they're like, oh, "A car!" As if it's like, an, as, as if it's like a tiny surprise. Like if I saw a car fly through like a building on like the 400th floor, I would lose my shit. I wouldn't just be like, "Oh my gosh!" I would, I'd be like, <laughs> Wasn't that Gary's desk? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Come back from your lunch break and you're fucking. There's like tire tracks on all over the floor and a flip fucking Ferrari. <laughs> oh, and geez. it was, uh, of course, it, it's like 
like that and that on its own would have been enough but like of course the car flips and it rolls and it almost goes out the other end of the building and he's holding on to the edge of the building like i just made it and it's just like oh shut up but, um, no, no suspense whatsoever yeah i'm just basically to finish up on the plot like near the end you know the rock is in hospital because of course the rock's in this film obviously and he's like in hospital having his like touching he's like having a touch of his door he's like honey i i can't do it i'm i'm hurt i need to be here and then like i don't know if it's a call or a text and all of a sudden he like starts ripping out his like iv bag and all that and he's like i need to go and he like just like walks like slow-mo walks over to this place i don't know how he could i think the this helicopter crashes he picks up a minigun and like the end scene from all this action is like there's like uh, a, a a bandolier of grenades attached to this helicopter with the bad guy on it, and the rock shows up when when all hope is lost. The rock shows up, and you're like, oh my god, it's okay. the rock. He has a minigun, and he literally just shoots this minigun at this helicopter, like like all I think of is like a super mutant from Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> Because honestly, when I looked at it, I was like, this is the exact same pose, the exact same kind of measurements of how hench he is compared to a super mutant. Like, he is built. And I was like, this is literally like the perfect example. And then he just guns down this helicopter, it explodes. And I was just there, like, Saxon Jess, and we're just pissing ourselves. We're like, just like, what an idea. Like, they could have had some like really dramatic kind of ending where it was like really tense. You didn't know who was actually going to win. But there was the entire time it was just like, right, he's got the bigger explosives, he's got the bigger guns. And then it's just like absolute carnage. But, mm-hmm. uh, Either way, we got that far, and me and Jess uh, basically finished. We finished the film just before they have their right before the ending, which is because I couldn't watch it all the way through. And the actual ending is when they go to a tropical beach and they relax, and the bad guys take into a, as it's described here, a secret high security CIA prison. And um, oh. Ryan and Mia play with their son Jack, while Dom, Letty, Roman, Tej, and Ramsey C acknowledging that Brian is happily retired with his family. I mean, like, come on, like, it's just ah, uh, it was such a big kind of like just mash of something I didn't didn't like. It was so cheesy and actiony, but it was like really badly acted. But maybe it's not badly acted. Maybe I just didn't like that. I couldn't imagine because it couldn't be a thing. It's so and unrealistic. Then, and then, and then we realised, me and Jess, after watching this whole film, that this is actually the film where, you know, sadly, this is the film, this is Paul Walker's last film, this is the film, this is the, the Fast and Furious film. Mm. And it goes to the outro where uh, Wiz Khalifa plays that And I'll See You Again song. Yeah. I was like, oh, that that one. of course it's this film. Of course uh, it's Paul Walker's, I think it was his brother that, was a standard yeah. for the rest of it. Yes, yeah. he's a, got a yeah. twin brother. Which, twin by the way, shout out to his twin brother in the CGI team. So I didn't know that until I, I literally saw the ending and I was like, I kind of realized, I was like, oh yeah, that was CGI and all that. So, yeah. I mean, I think the biggest <clears> surprise <throat> is like, I didn't I didn't see that the entire through. And it's, it's a shame that I don't like it for the sentiment it holds. But at the end of the day, they're not bothered because this is, I've gone on Wikipedia to find out because that's where you should go. If anyone is ever at university and they need to get hard facts <laughs> really easily and your university lectures say, don't go on Wikipedia, it's because all the answers are there. <laughs> <laughs> don't cite anything on Wikipedia. I'm going to be the reason that someone fails university. They're like, yeah, but this boy said so. But no, don't must- use one, two, three, help me. <laughs> yeah, one, two, three, help me. Yeah, shout uh, out to Alex Hunter, by the way. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, so the film grossed $1.5 billion. Jeez. Wow. And it was the third highest grossing film of 2015 and the fourth highest grossing film of all time at the time of release. It's mad. Like, how crazy is that? But like at the same time, it's like, well, that's the hype around it. The mm. film itself, poo-poo. It's the oh, franchise now. <clears throat> exactly, I you know, tragically, Paul Walker died. I think I had something to play with it as well. I think that sort of impacted. Yeah, how much it made. you know, there's, there's going to be that. There's going to be that kind of like, you know, you want to see him in his final film. And it's it's a sad. It is sad. It is it is really upsetting to like. I acknowledge that. Damn, that is you know the, the guy with midway through production and you know crashed his car. Mm. But that's life. Anyway, it doesn't take away from being a really shit film. Yeah, no, it, it doesn't. Honestly, yeah. doesn't take away a sack of it, but. No. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm definitely that, not going to watch that's it. My worst film. That's yeah. my worst film. Then. Elliot, what about you, mate? What about what? 
What's your <laughs> are you here today? Are we <laughs> moving yeah. on? Is that you done, Paddy? Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's me done. If I had to round 10 lads, I'd give it a one just because I feel bad for Paul Walker. Fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Do you know what? I came in at the best time because, like, when I was eating my fish and chips, I put my headphones on and I just heard, oh, yeah, he looks like a super mutant from Fallout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was thinking, like, who the hell is this? Google super mutant Fallout 3. That's what Rock looks like with a minigun. It's class. Don't give <laughs> that for ideas, for the love of God. Cool. Else, what have you got, mate? I have got the the absolute tits film, Dragon Ball Evolution. Oh God! Dragon Ball Evolution. Never coming never, from never. someone who is an anime fan. This film is just the worst. It's... This is the example of bad anime to Western cinema film. The, the story is completely made up and does not work the series <laughs> in the slightest. No, no. Um, yeah, the, the main bad guy, Piccolo, is buried in Earth for some reason. No, again, not in the series. Um, one of the opening shots is of Goku, main character, uh, working out. He's got a sweat on. But nobody told the actor to pluck his gigantic unibrow as it zooms directly into his face. <laughs> Lovely opening uh, opening scene there. Uh, Goku himself, who obviously the traditional Dragon Ball Z gigantic hair, quite hard to translate to real life. So Goku has this horrible punk hairstyle. You know, the sort of spikes at the back fringe. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that's also horrible. Uh, the fight scenes are slow and clunky. They try and use the whole sort of trick slow-mo shit. Um, yeah, so Goku ends up being a hard, the, the so stereotypical, hard-up, whiny teen, get angst child. Um, yeah. It's pretty bad. bad. Uh, it's pretty bad. It's bad, eh? Yeah, the Dragon Balls themselves look cheap tat that ordered off fish. <laughs> and then it's just the trope. The trope. It's like like there's never any mention of like school in the Dragon Ball series. For some reason, you know, he's a teenager. It's super powerful, but can't for the love use powers. Um, so they do the whole like oh. Everyone's rich and drives their big car. I cycle in on my bike because I don't have crap. Um, the main villain, Piccolo, uh, looks like the gangster from the end of the last movie. <laughs> Jim Carrey, in the worst possible way. Uh, again, they do the whole bumbling teen, I uh, can't speak to the pretty girl without tripping over my friend's trope. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he's been given the, the Dragon Ball, his Dragon Ball, by his grandfather. And like, there's just this weird like beginning to see. He looks at the Dragon Ball. He's like on his way to the, this cool kid's party. And he just looks at the Dragon Ball and then just decides to take it with him. Like, for, for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Yeah. He, just, he just looks at it and goes, yeah. And just takes it with him. It's like, keep that shit at home. I mean, that, okay. that whole scene. You're about to go to a party. That Why whole, did you take something so That fresh? whole scene is just weird. Like <laughs> I have I've seen it a few times. And it's um this was my second attempt at watching it. Is it is this did that happen before or after his granddad died? That's before. Before that's before. And it's obviously to be like, oh, so the Dragon Ball not in the house when his granddad dies, but it just it's so jarring and yeah. just, just uh, then they have sense. then they have a generic school bully fight. The whole sort of like, oh, I can't use my powers, so what I'll do is just use my enhanced agility to make them punch each other. Ha ha ha. Awful. Uh, Piccolo, for some reason, has telekinetic powers since when? Um, apparently, <laughs> since now. Um, it, so, in the anime, there is a character called Oshi, trained Goku, um, but they've made his grandfather, who isn't that. Look, kind of like the character. 
I don't know why, just to just to mislead you for no reason. He's like the generic um, sort of um, uh, Mr. Miyagi sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They they kind of tried to go for. The... Oh, his. Elliot, you're breaking up really yeah. badly, bro. Yeah, Am man. I breaking up bad? Yeah. yeah, man, really badly. Oh, for goodness sake. How am I doing? Am I breaking up? Sounding better now. Sounding better? Yeah, I think it's maybe when you're talking, uh, maybe pronun- uh, maybe just be a little bit louder, maybe? I don't know. I'm just, yep. trying, to think- I'm just trying to think of things that usually Mike beat. Mike is right near my face. Yeah, just trying to think of things that beat up when computers do this. I would speak... A little bit louder or a tiny bit slower. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there is a really. Where. Uh... <laughs> there he goes again. There he goes again. <laughs> oh, hey, I'm so sorry. That was a great little, little freeze then. <laughs> Son of a bitch. There is a very cringy scene. We all good? Yep, there's a yep. cringy yeah, scene. Yeah, it's good so uh, far. Where uh, Goku picks up his classic costume. Uh, from the anime series, and then just in the background is this really creepy puzzle. Oh, we had you. Like, really like, oh, we had you. Really creepy. Really creepy. Really creepy. <laughs> 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 so he's he's looking at his like orange, and then just in the background is. Uh, uh. So he's looking at his orange, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> all, all, all I'm thinking of is Goku here with a little like Satsuma. <laughs> That's the Dragon Ball. That's the, That's Dragon, the Ball. Dragon Ball with fucking Satsuma. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like every Karen going to a Sainsbury's. I must get all the Dragon Balls. What's that, Mum? Oh, I'm just getting some Satsumas. <laughs> Mom, watch your hair spike. That's up. why they always come in packs of she's getting two packets of satsumas get her she knows too much yeah anyway yeah he see, he gets his costume there's a creepy grump for some reason he's creepy what <laughs> quick <sake. laughs> uh, I might, we should just keep this in for the viewers this is quite entertaining oh, yeah, this, this isn't going out yeah, this is staying in. Uh, you halfway through the film, you find out his <laughs> who is his kid in series. That shit. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, they start. They start talking about elemental. Oh, elemental. Elemental attacks. Oh. Like fire, earth, air, and wind. Funnily enough, this film came out around the same time as Avatar TV. So I think somebody watched that. Wait, and then they, just went, they, this, this film came anime. out after Avatar? Yeah, Avatar, the, t- oh, the, 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 the TV series. Oh, that is sus as hell. So, so I, um, somebody watched that and went, ah, this is anime. Dragon Ball is also anime. It <laughs> be the same thing. And, somehow and then... M. Night Shyamalan comes along and says, no, this is anime. And it's uh, like, I no, re- this is, doesn't work either. That almost worked by one. And then I remembered this exists. Uh, uh, so they make Yamcha, like, the most hated character in the anime series, even more unlikable somehow in this, by making him, um, like, a super douche. That's just like, hey, bruh, I'm going to help you out, man. Yeah, wow. It's like, I... <laughs> I hate you even more somehow. How do you? Um, yeah, they give the Dragon Balls just like random powers of like when you vision thing. Um, oh, but the Kamehameha training just Goku trying to smash because there's a girl there, and every time he knocks out a candle, he gets to stand a bit closer to her. Like, wow, <laughs> what, a, what a great scene! Uh, then the middle of the film happens and just drags. Um, and yeah, then it's just all the rest of the uh, But yeah, instead of... So like, the bad guy gets the Dragon Ball castle emerges out of the ground. Yeah. Um, but whilst everyone's trapped under the rubble, Goku decides to change into his classic costume instead of save his friends from under the rubble. <laughs> <laughs> It's his friends from under the rubble. 
that kind of film. Um, so yeah, just all in all, a truly terrible. Doesn't do any the anime itself. Any fan, actually, any fan, ever. And it just gave us a terrible film that clearly writers, directors, whoever was involved did not know what the source material was. The fans wanted. So what would you give it out of 10? One. A one? One. So I'm just like, gonna... it's, it gives it, it has a one because. So I say again? Yeah, I, I, I gave it a one because it is. So I say again? <laughs> yeah, Ella, what did you give it? You gave it a one because it's a film. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking. Just looking now, they had a thirty million pound budget. It was oh, opening wow. weekend. I mean, where did it go? In its opening weekend in the USA, its opening weekend in the USA made four and a half million dollars. Oh. Wow, it's bad. Oh. It's just awful. CG's awful. Don't you Fucking like thinking, awful. like, with how expensive all of these movies are and how terrible they turn out to be and how much money they lose? You just think, God, how many starving kids could have been, you know? fed throughout their whole life, put through college, whatever, with that money that you instead decided to spend on Dragon Ball the movie. Also, <laughs> I wish <laughs> cinema just realised that anime does not translate well to film. Just just be done with it. Yeah, let's give up. Yeah, no, that, that sounds like a crap film, not gonna lie. Like, Personally, I'm not someone who will go ever watch a Dragon Ball film, but you've really nailed it in the coffin there for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it brings back so many bad memories for me because I've, I've seen it a couple of times. I don't know why. And a times. As someone who likes watching bad movies, you sold it to me. I'm watching it now. <laughs> but there's, there's a scene as well of like he's, he's going to a school kid's party and he's trying to slick his hair back. Generic, like spiky hair. And then like sticks it all back and then all of a sudden it does like the thing and comes back up and I'm like ah, just kill me now. Just cringe. (laughs) Like 15 minutes in a two and a half hour. (laughs) It's an hour and a half. Couldn't even get through that. No. Better human being than me. Sorry, Carl, what was that? Anyway, who's next? I said you're a better human being than me. Oh, yeah. Bloody hell. Um, so I've got one really bad film. There's a few honourable mentions that I wanted to bring up. Um, me and my mum watched Coming to America 2 yesterday, the new one. Oh, right. That is fucking dreadful. Um, I was... No, it's, it's up there with probably one of the worst films I've ever seen, I have to be honest. Um, but you guys might have a different opinion. I mean, the first one was what classic. Do you, what do you think of the first one? I, 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 I think... Purely because it's Eddie Murphy, it's you know what you're going to get with him. Um, he's sort of got his own sort of genre, so when you watch it, you know what you're getting. Whereas this one, I think they tried to make it a sort of like a reunion kind of film, but it turned out to be utter shite. Um, and it's very predictable. You can just tell right from the beginning what was going to happen, which didn't really, didn't really help. Um, it doesn't, doesn't really work, does it? No, no. I mean, they've... they've you know, publicised it a lot on Amazon Prime, saying, oh, this film, brand new film, will be incredible, and yeah, it's just a bit of a waste, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, so... I mean, I sent you that Trevor McDonald. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did, yeah. Watch the Coming to America tri- Yeah, it's, it's not good. It's not good. Um, I've also got The Avengers. Oh, oh. Hang on. Avengers 1998. Oh, I was, yeah. I mean, I was going to say, I know Age of Ultron's a bad film, but it's worst film of all time. Come on. Not yeah. a bad film, it's just um, a paste. Because I've got my, obviously, the one I'm going to talk about in a minute, um, which is the worst film I've ever seen, but this one, I wanted to see what it was like, and it was, it was close. I was going to change my opinion to this one, but. It's basically about 
two British agents team up to stop like a villain from destroying the world with a weather changing machine. Um, <laughs> but the thing that got me about this film, it's got a really, really star-studded cast. It's got like uh, Ralph Fiennes, Uma Thurman, Sean Connery, Jim Broadbent, is uh, Eddie Izzard, Fiona Shaw. Like it's got a really good cast. But it's, you were just selling it on me purely on the cast. Honestly, that I was, I was checking it out, and then I thought oh, I'll give it a watch because you know the cast is quite good, and it's called The Avengers, and it's turned out to be shit. But the film that I genuinely think is the worst film of all time is Cowboys and Aliens with Daniel Craig. <laughs> um, Daniel Craig, we're coming for you, boy. Yeah, I, I, I unfortunately watched that at the cinema. Yeah, um, I've, I've said to you guys before, this is the only film that I've, I've walked out on. And before we start recording tonight, I tried to watch it again because I still haven't seen the end of it. So I wanted to watch the end of it so I knew what happened. And I got about 20 minutes in and just gave up because it's so shit. It's so shit. And it's got, yeah, Daniel Craig in it. Um, it's got Paul Dana. Is it Paul Dana or Dana? I can't remember his name. Guy who's playing... Um, Riddler in the new Batman film. Can't. Oh, that's wow. Paul Dano. Yeah. Paul Dano, is it. He's an amazing actor. Yeah, he is. It's got, uh, also got Sam Rockwell in it. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and... Um, can't remember his name now. It's going to bug me. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford's in it. Um, and it's directed by John Favreau as well. So... Again, is it, I didn't know that John Favreau. Yeah, that is a film that should do bad. Like directed by John Favreau as well. Like he is one of my favorite directors. Like yeah. Royale. I mean, yeah. Again, again, on paper, it sounds like it should be a good thing. And like Cowboys and Aliens is yeah, it's quite. Isn't it a comic adaptation as well? Yeah, so it's, it's based it's based on source material. Um, quickly, quickly, few few of the stats. It had a hundred and sixty three million pound budget estimated. And, it, and it's opening weekend, it made 36 million. So it's not the worst sort of gross, but I think from a personal perspective, it's just utter shite. It's utter shite. Because yeah. like the opening scene, you've got. So I, I didn't know it was based on comic books, so I sort of did a bit of research today. But the first uh, sort of opening scene, and for anyone that hasn't seen it, you just got Daniel Craig in the desert in, in the Wild West. And he's got this um, sort of like, I wouldn't call it a handcuff, but he's got like a wristband. Ben 10 wristband. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, he doesn't know who he is, he's got no recollection, but he's got a stab wound. So he, he uh, kills all these cowboys, nicks a horse, goes to the town to clean himself up. And it turns out that he's on the most wanted list. Um, so he gets arrested. And then before he gets put in prison, these aliens come and invade. And then his Ben 10 fucking wristband turns into the only, conveniently the only weapon that can destroy these aliens. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just such it's, it's bollocks. And then, he, yeah, Harrison Ford's just like, he's not the sheriff, but he's the boss of the town. Um, so he's there at the beginning of the film, demanding, demanding all these orders to people, being an absolute prick. And then. As soon as the aliens come down, he's like shitting his pants and getting this um, Dan Gray's character, Jake Longgain, I can't pronounce that, um, to basically just do his dirty work. And yeah, I, I don't know how the film ends. I have no intention of finishing it. Because they're only cowboys. Yeah, I mean, do you really want to watch some cowboys with shotguns and pistols fight fucking aliens with lasers? Yes. Um, yeah, well, I, I believe the ending was um, a bunch of birds come. And... So I say again, what was that? I said I think a bunch of birds come. The aliens start to frost and die. That's the right film, right? I, I don't know. That could be War of the Worlds. That could be it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, War of the Worlds is another different story, but we'll <laughs> save that for another time. But. Yeah, I mean, it's the only film I've ever walked out on uh, when I've seen some bad films. But, yeah, maybe people enjoy it. I don't know my friend that I went with, because I left him in the cinema by himself, I just went in. Um, he said it was good. Some people do just like dumb. 
I don't know. Yeah. I, I like yeah. a good bed job of fun, but I like it to cut. It's kind of like what, what Paddy was saying about um, Fast and Furious 7, that you, 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 I know it's, fi- it's a fiction and it's not really make, meant to make sense, but you kind of want a bit of believability into it. And, mm-hmm. you know, you had no time no time to really invest in the characters. I, I didn't give a shit about Daniel Craig. Um, didn't really give a shit about the girl that's in it. I think it's not Emily Blunt, but it's someone in it. Um, yeah, you guys can tell that I haven't really paid attention. <laughs> it's just shite. It's just shite. Um, it and, sounds like a crap film. Yeah, but yeah, if anyone does, anyone out there listening that does what, oh, does want to watch it, don't. Um, would yeah. it, would it recommend, <laughs> really recommend. Oh, do and let us know on the um, Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, just if 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 any of you guys do what end up watching any of the films that we do talk about, then just let us know what you think. Um, yeah. Where am I going to get? Right? Someone like message us and say, oh, your uh, tastes in film is terrible. How can you say Cowboys and Aliens is the worst <laughs> film you've never seen? Surely you've never seen Manos, The Hands of Fate. Everyone has seen nobody has seen. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, what the hell is that? <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I have, I have watched it. It's like on, it's widely that considered one of the worst flexing. films ever made. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Really? <laughs> Dave flexing his film knowledge. <laughs> right, I think because uh, I'm pretty worn out by talking about that shitty film. I think uh, we'll have a little break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about the rest of the other film. Sound good? Yeah, we'll have yeah. a break then. Have yeah. a break and we'll talk just right after these messages. Welcome back to In The Round Podcast. In the first part, we spoke about Dragon Ball, we spoke about Fast 7 and Cowboys and Aliens. Uh, I'm interested to see what Carl's got. Have you got that? I've got one of the, what is considered one of the worst movies of all time. It's a parody film called Epic Movie. Oh, God. What <laughs> <laughs> about Epic Movie? What a series of... Yeah, yeah. it was made by two directors, Jason Freiberg and Aaron Seltzer, who are known for making Audi films that are genuinely god-awful. Uh, they seem to make a shit ton of money. <laughs> uh, they wrote films like Scary Movie and Spy Hard, but they are known for directing Ape Movie, Epic Movie, Disaster Movie, Meet the Spartans, and Vampires Suck. <laughs> oh, Vampires Suck. So, so the whole series, pretty much. Do you know what? Oh, I, yeah. stopped, I stopped after Disaster Movie, so I have no idea if Vampire Sucks continued the trend of getting worse. I, I, I dread to think. I wasn't even aware that it was part of a trilogy or a series of films. I've only seen this installments, and quite frankly, that's enough. <laughs> um, it's genuinely it's painful to watch. It re- I've only ever seen it once. It was painful. It was excruciating. It was simply not funny, and I don't mean to insult people listening now, but if you're listening to this and you genuinely think this film is even the slightest bit funny, you're an idiot. It's films like this that make... That, that, those genre of films, like scary movies, one, two, three, epic, they don't make those films anymore. So that genre is completely dead. And... It, Epic movie is a perfect example as to why. Just, well, I, think, I think those sort of films, that sort of parody to YouTube, but in chunk, not like. You're going to have to. Come on, Ellie. Come on. <laughs> come on, Ellie. Get it out there. Come on. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's still around, but it's on YouTube. No film. Oh, oh, yeah, God. to be fair, because ah. like, a lot of those films are kind of like aimed at. Let's be honest, mid-teens, maybe pushing like early 20s at the very, very oldest. And now people are just going to go to YouTube rather than pay 15 quid in the theatres to go and see a film like that. Yeah. Is, uh, is Epic Movie the one with the High School Musical bit? Or is that Disaster Movie? I, I can't that, remember. That, that's a Disaster Movie. Yeah. The epic Movie, I've, I had to write them down what they parody. They parody Chronicles of Narnia. Harry Potter, X Men film series, 
Pirates of the Caribbean and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I was going to say something, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Don't they give him the really creative name of Willy Wanker? Yeah. Yes, who has never made that joke before? <laughs> yeah. Everyone um, naturally makes that joke at some point. And it's the two things I've got on the side here as being what really stood out for me as being god awful. And it's Crispin Glover who played uh, George McFly in Back to the Future. He plays uh, Willy Wonka. And I actually felt uncomfortable watching him perform as Willy Wonka. I did not know he played Willy Wonka, Jesus. Yeah. I felt genuinely uncomfortable. It was awkward. It was unfunny. I. And they, they, he break, he's break dancing halfway through when he's. Secrets all the chocolate, the chocolate factory is that they're made from humans and that the chocolate river is actually um, sewage waste. <laughs> it's just, it's juvenile at best. Crispin Glover, actually, because uh, this would have been around the time Epic Movie was released when they would have started filming this. There was a massive campaign for Crispin Glover to play the Joker in The Dark Knight. Yeah, I remember that. And this came out in 2007, so that makes sense. So yeah. maybe this killed. So maybe because, because of Epic Movie, we got Heath Ledger as the Joker. Oh, God. Im- imagine that. What killed so you? really, just... Epic Movie was the hero that we needed, but not the <laughs> hero we deserved. Uh, very good. Very good. Very, very good. good. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I genuinely... I, I've, I've never walked out of a movie. There are two films I've come very, very close to, uh, but I've never walked out of a film. I always try to find the positive in even the terrible kinds of movies. I generally can't think of anything remotely good about this film. Nothing amusing whatsoever. Did you see it in the um, last movie? <laughs> no, well, they got, well, apart from the Chris Big Glove, the only big names that really stood out for me were they had Kevin Hart as himself, they had Carmen Electra as Mystique from the X Men films. And Crispin Glover as Willy Wonka. I, that was yeah, it. so not I, really even the casting. No. All the scenes and the parodies is very disjointed. It's devoid of imagination. The bit, the other thing as well as Willy Wonka that really, I'm just shaking my head just thinking about it. They had the Pirates of the Caribbean skit on there. And they have Captain Jack Swallows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, we laugh because it, it's just so bad. It's just so bad, yeah. Did you um, watch it in the cinema, Carl? No, I watched, I made the mistake of not watching it. I watched it on TV because I couldn't find anything else to watch that night. Yeah, fair enough. So I reckon I if, you never... watched, if you'd watched that in the cinema, I think you might have walked out. That I probably would have. I, I know people that's on a completely different tangent. Remember the, um, about, oh, for more than 10 years now, the Keith Lemon movie? Oh, I know God. people. That, I know people have said they walked out of that film. It was so bad. Yeah, I've never, I've never brought myself to walk out of a movie, but there's one that came pretty close, and I'm going to do an honourable mention shortly. Yeah, okay. um, but that this movie, it's the budget of. I had to double check this because it just I couldn't get my head around it. In a budget of twenty million dollars, and it grossed eighty six point nine million at the box what? office. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> it made made eighty six point nine million dollars. Jeez, isn't it? The, it's made money. It's the lowest rated uh, film on IMDb, isn't it? Epic movie. I don't know about IMDb. It's got. It's got I'm on IMDb masters. now. It's got two. Sorry, on it. Two percent on on IMDb. It's got two point four. Jesus. It's 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I think that's being kind. Yeah. Oh, man. Just, that, is, that is brutal. Felt, I, just thinking about it, it, it felt like a very long, overly long uh, Comedy Central skit. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, it just um, dragged. Saturday, Saturday Night Live, isn't it? Uh, obviously, Saturday Night Live is actually funny. Um, man, $80 million. I'm looking at the IMDb bottom 100 now, an epic movie is uh, 12th on there. 12th. Uh, actually, Disaster Movie is number one, is which it? is also oh, made by the same people. Same and, uh, 
Manos, the Hands of Fate, the one that I referenced, is number four. And we've also got <laughs> we've also got Son of the Mask on there. I'll read it the IMDB I thought I thought I'd jump onto Rotten Tomatoes and actually see what I gave. I gave Fast like my worst film ever, and it's actually read eighty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Is so it? yeah, maybe maybe go watch it, everyone. But back to Carl though. Sorry, oh, the, the, the epic movie. Rotten Tomatoes, gave the, Rotten Tomatoes gave the Last Jedi ninety one percent, and let's not get into that. Awesome. Ah. <laughs> um, so out of ten. I would give this a very thoughtful, very generous, very considerate zero. Zero. I just sit, I cannot, as I sit here now talking to you guys, being honest with you because you're my friends, I can't think of anything positive, anything remotely amusing about this film to make me give it more than a zero. Jeez. Oh, man. Here, here's some of the IMDb This thing won't let me vote one. Not actually a movie. Epic <laughs> just awful. I can't vote lower than a one. Who the hell rated this movie a ten? I just <laughs> I just beggar's belief. So that's epic movie. And then the other one, which is the honourable mention, which I didn't even think about until around lunchtime today, but it just hit me all of a sudden. It was a two thousand thirteen sci fi Amer- um, American apocalyptic apoc- apocalyptic kind of film. Called After Earth. Oh, Will Smith. Is that the Will oh, Smith? And yes. Jaden. That's so, that had so much potential as well. Yeah. So much potential. <laughs> that was the film. The concept of it, yeah. Again, were you smoking at the time? Well, I don't know. 2013. But, um, no. <laughs> 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 um, but no, I, I just jump in on that. I remember watching the trailer and thinking, oh, this could be good. And yeah, it wasn't what it was. Like, my, obviously, most trailers that are released just show the good bits. And I think there was generally only three minutes of good parts in that film. Oh, it's Shyamalan again. And I didn't realise that M. Night Shyamalan directed that movie. Yeah. I was totally oblivious to that. Um, that movie, what can I say? The pacing is dreadful. It's mind-blowingly dull. The performances are uh, just poor. It's really, really poor. Visually, it's, it's quite a bland movie. Uh, the outfits are cheap. You know when you see science fiction films or programs back in the... They were made in the 50s and 60s, and you can tell just by looking at them they are more than 50 years old or just under 50 years old. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Costumes in After Earth remind me of that. It just it, it's very cheap, very cheap looking. It's like someone um, trying to cosplay a superhero. Yeah, and it seems to be a really theme. bad Green Lantern. Yeah, oh, that's, and there seems to be a running theme with what you were saying at the George and Paddy that realism is not with this film at all. There's nothing about it that can really grab you as being realistic. No, um, it's uh, the, the whole the plot of it. I mean, I suppose the concept interesting, the fact Earth was abandoned, now they're living on this planet called Nova Prime in the 31st century, and the fact that Earth is not, it's abandoned, it's disintegrating, and you've got Will Smith who is the peace organisation ranger. Lots um, of it, I, I look and go, I can see what they were getting at, I can see what they were trying to achieve. They falls flat totally. Um, and I've got to say, and one of the biggest controversies of this film was the casting of Jaden Smith. Uh, nepot- nepotism in the film in, in the film business or in general, but it's it's there whether you like it or not. Mm. If it does, if it works out well, nobody talks about it. When it doesn't work out, everyone talks about it, and you're slaughtered for it. Um, Jaden Smith is just the opposite of his dad. That there's no Charisma, no charm, no nothing about that that can make that makes you feel. Yeah, I can stick through this. He's gonna gonna carry carry me through this film. Uh, if it's a terrible film, his performance it will get me through it. There's nothing of that whatsoever. There's absolutely nothing that can really latch on to make me feel connected to him or Will Smith's character. Mm. Um, I'm looking at the IMDb 
graph of vote of like people views for it and like the most majority have given it and then there's also a five or a six and then there seems to also be a cult following that thinks it's a 10 and then a cult following that also thinks <laughs> there's like no in between some people criticised the film, saying that it was um, a Scientology-themed film, and they were pushing the message of Scientology in there. Um, I don't really look that much into films. I don't try and study that, that so specifically, because then otherwise you're just nitpicking everything. Mm. Um, I just, I, I did. It did make me uh, smile when I read a, a report about that, um, and the, one of the critics said, "If if After Earth is a Scientology film, then so is Star Wars: The Phantom Menace," because they say. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. <laughs> um, so I don't buy that. Um, the one, two last, last two things about this before we move on today. I have to say, um, first of all, out of ten, I would give this film for for the attempts to try and get that concept to the big screen. I'm going to give it two. She's better than epic movie will ever get <laughs> like that. <laughs> and lastly, I my biggest note on this was going back to the whole not being real, not clearly not realistic. But for a film set in space, they don't have to make a lot of fucking noise. Totally <laughs> <laughs> noisy in space. There's explosions left, right, and center. This screaming left, right, and center. This CGI of uh, just it's piss poor and it's just let's move on come on let's move on yeah <laughs> i just i don't want to think anymore no. but i'm closing my notebook don't blame me mate don't blame you dave uh what have you got buddy okay well before i go into the main one uh, i just want to give a shout out to uh the film that i almost picked as my worst film that i've ever seen uh called the body beneath a film that I've made Carl watch before. Drop it, um, I'm dropping out of this chat now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, uh, this film is so amazing that it proudly displays for a film made in 1970 that it was shot in bone-chilling colour. Because, you know, <laughs> a, film in nine, a film in the 70s being shot in colour is a major achievement. And um, also proudly boasts that it was filmed in the graveyards of England. Um, a really, really weird film about vampires doing something. Do you know what? It's really difficult to describe the plot. A woman goes into a house to look for someone. She gets abducted. A vampire wants to turn her into a vampire to save the bloodline, and then they all flee to America, but not before burning a hunchback at the stake. <laughs> End of movie. <laughs> wow. Fucking Christ. Um, yeah, that's the movie. It's on YouTube for anyone who wants to watch it. Um, I recommend you don't. Do you know what? I, I actually discovered it, because on uh, Letterboxd, there's this random movie list Thing. So you just put a random number in, and then if that number comes up, that's the film you watch. So I watched that, and I watched that film in between um, a cartoon Tom Sawyer movie and some other film, and I it was fucking atrocious. Mm-hmm. Um, but the film that I'm going to be talking about, because The Body Beneath, whilst it might be one of the most boring films I've ever seen, it's not offensive. Uh, this movie offended me. It it triggered me. And this movie is called Me- <laughs> Megan is Missing. Now, this yeah, fucking that. movie <laughs> is um, it's 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 kind of like shot in shaky cam. So you have like you know it's like handheld footage. Yeah, um, you know I mean. My my whole view on found footage is if it's not Blair Witch and if it's not you know um, oh what's it Cloverfield Perfect. it's probably not going to be a good found footage film. There's some good found oh Rex an amazing found footage film but um, yeah Rex good yeah but uh, yeah it's uh, it, it's a found footage film which already you know 
gives it negative points for me. Um, and but, so the story is you've got a 14 year old girl who is the, she is the victim of sexual assault, Jeez. drug addiction. Uh, there is a scene where her friend, who's who's 14 years old and seems to be like the, the exact reverse, who's has an obsession with teddy bears and is extremely naive, um, they all go to his party and she goes in and there's this 17-year-old guy who's hosting the party who and she goes in and the 14-year-old girl is giving him uh, a blowjob. Oh, nice. God. And terrible. this is just the beginning of the film. Um, and then <laughs> she starts striking up a relationship with an older guy. Um, she then goes missing. And then Megan's friend, who's the babyish one with the teddy bear, starts asking her about her friend. And then the guy does says, oh, you're fat, blah, blah, blah. Um, and you know, like, abuses her a bit. She then goes to the police and says, hey, this guy was speaking to uh, Megan when she went missing. Maybe look into it. Nothing comes of that plot line. They don't give her any... Because there is another part where she then... The guy says, why did you tell the police about me? The girl doesn't get any police protection. They don't, you know, look on the chat logs or anything to say, oh, yeah, so it came from this account. Well, and he was talking in this internet cafe or something, so we can start searching around this area. Nothing like that. So, you know, realism is also fantastic in this movie. <laughs> anyway, um, the girl who was Megan's best friend eventually then gets abducted. And they have some really super tasteful scenes. Now, I do want to preface this with the trigger warning, um, because there is discussions of sexual assault and everything. Uh, so he starts off by making her eat out of a dog bowl. He then he then uh, rapes this girl live on camera. I, I, I tell you what, this this sounds like a disgusting film. Maybe yeah. we shouldn't get into the, the yeah. nitty gritty. It sounds a bit. Yeah. I a just want to. I'm not going to go into two. I, this one he's bit not is a little, he's not yet finished. This one bit is really, really disgusting. But I need to talk right. about it just to let you know how fucking tasteless this movie is. Okay. So this girl is this girl is um, a virgin, and they decide to go to the extent of when he is raping her to put his hand on the camera and have blood on the hand. Oh, yeah. Why yeah. Do people make these things. And then the final part of this movie is him sticking her in a barrel and burying this girl alive for about 15 minutes. So it's like a digging montage of the girl saying, Let me out. I love you. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. And then burying her alive. And that's the end of the movie. And it. And apparently this movie was made for educational purposes. Oh. And I. Do, what are they educating? And to me, this is like some guy said, what like watched Saw or Hostel and said, oh, I could make a movie more fucked up than that. And then when people said, this movie is fucking disgusting, what the fuck is wrong with you? Then said, oh no, it, I, I made it for educational purposes. It's honestly the worst fucking movie I have ever seen by a massive, massive amount. I, normally, like when it comes to like bad films, I'd say you know watch it, make up your own opinion. If you're the type of person who enjoys bad movies, go and watch it. No, don't watch this movie. Don't pirate this movie. Although if you are going to watch it, I do insist that you do pirate it because I don't want this guy to make a fucking penny off of it. Um, <clears throat> it's 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 the worst movie, and it's so tasteless. It's so tasteless, and it's not even like funny tasteless like some movies are. This is just awful tasteless. It's yeah, terrible. That's, that's, I'm actually surprised that was able to be made. Yeah, it, it's 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 tone deaf as well though, because they have some um like it, I don't think it knows what it wants to be a hundred percent because at one point they have um a news report 
And this woman's um, going into detail, really sh- uh, strict about on the news about how this girl Megan's missing. But then you know, like how in American news they've got like headlines running underneath really fast. It tells you like um, headlines of news stories, and they're all like comedic ones. So it's like I don't know, Texan farmer um, finds out that a child is actually his uh, sons and stuff like that. Like trying to be like comedic but then if which then i'm just trying to say if this is trying to be an educational movie why the fuck would you even put that in there mm. it makes no sense yeah it makes zero sense yeah yeah um, I'm surprised, i wouldn't be surprised if some police agency is not watching this guy yeah yeah it, it is one of those like i'm not I'm not the type of person who says oh, you can't really judge uh, someone's art from the who they are as a person too much. But no, this guy, yeah, definitely because it's it's the kind of thing where you watch it and you think like, yeah, okay, you've got to have some pretty fucked up with how meticulous and the little details that they've put into it. It's very very. Um, Concerning, yeah. But that's that's that, that, I tell you what, I, I, I put Fast and Furious Seven as my worst favorite film. Bloody hell! Yeah, that's taking a whole um, different turn. <laughs> who decided is... to let Dave go last? Yeah. <laughs> um, and if I could, if I could give this movie a rating out of ten, it would be a fuck you. I mean, <laughs> it, it's yeah. a, I give it, an, I, I, I would give this a minus rating if I could. It's the worst movie I've ever seen. But because I, think... I don't want to end on that note. Um, I don't know. I really, really hate a disaster movie. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm looking on. I think mean, the dogs are riled up as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking at the IMD page, and there's no budget or any details about how much it made. Or so, according to Wikipedia, it had a budget of thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars. Oh fuck yeah. And um, it got banned in New Zealand. Yeah, I'm surprised it's been banned in more countries. I'm I'm amazed Australia didn't ban it because usually if one country bans something, it's yeah, always Australia. Australia's got a pretty, pretty. But yeah, and yeah. um, it's just so tasteless. It's so tasteless. Yeah, is it, is it, is it tasteless, Dave? <laughs> yes. Thanks for that, yeah, Dave. Not, I, I kind I of feel a bit. Can't feel a bit no, sick now. I need to go do something. Yeah. Yeah. I need to yeah. Like, make a shoebox and send it off to somewhere. <laughs> um, but yeah, also, though, again, because I don't want to end on that note when, you know, too late. We were having fun before yeah. I talk. Um, I would also put, uh, you know, Rise of the Skywalker in my bottom five films of all time. <laughs> ah. Fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, unlimited power. I'm hoping we'll yeah. have a uh, a Star Wars tier list episode soon. So maybe we'll. Uh, yes. Add that absolutely. In. <laughs> I mean, if we're doing a Star Wars tier list, I'm not gonna lie, lads. I'd be absolutely useless at that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll talk, we'll talk about it and see, but I think on that... Get on Disney Plus, Paddy, and watch all nine but films. I, I was going to say, maybe we'll have like a special episode where it's just Carl and someone else talking about Star well, Wars. Like, and that's a private episode. Carl I'm sure me and Carl would have a massive argument about our placements of The Last Jedi. Yeah. Well, that would be interesting, but yeah. Um, yeah we'll th- save that for uh, another day. I think we'll leave it there, boys. On uh, yeah. Dave's... Okay, okay. Really nice Thank you, Dave. For- yeah, you've got to do. I'm here to entertain, boys. Just just before we go, I've got a quick question for you, boys. If you had to choose one of the other films to watch oh. now, mm-hmm. uh, which one would it be? Well, it sure as fuck would be Dave's. Absolutely. <laughs> <not>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, if I choose one, <laughs> All right, Dave. probably Fast and Furious Seven. I think it would, it would have to be a toss up between. Sorry, I had to say Ooh. again. What's that? We'll never know. That's really, isn't he? <laughs> and now to just speak and dial up. <laughs> well, 
Oh, that's fucking weird in my headphones. Right? Right. <laughs> uh, if I had to choose Elliot, a film watch right now, that's a tough one. You got Elliot said Dragon Ball. I don't care. Do you... <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'll, I'm with Elliot on that. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> All these films sounds about right, actually. Um, I, I, I would watch Cowboys versus Aliens. This sounds fun. Yeah, right, boys. We're going to leave it there. Uh... <laughs> 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 yeah, leave it there. I think, I think I'd give Fast and Furious 7 a go. Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to Next week that. episode, the character of Dave, who played by... Sorry, I didn't say again. Oh, Sorry, I didn't say again. The character of Dave, played by... He's dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> right, boys. Um... Yeah, we'll catch you guys next time. No, we'll catch you next time, everyone. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Love you all.